That was good, though. Damn, I wish I would have been. <laughs> we just leave it in there. Hope he listened to it. I'm recording now. God damn. You guys still yeah. hear me? That was good. Yeah. Um, well, if it doesn't happen, what are we going to do? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure do it, it out. We'll do it. Everybody yeah. mull it over. We could all agree on something. I mean, we, I mean, we could do a damn, what you call it, pick, but I mean, we got a week to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's up to y'all. Well, I mean, or we could just watch a movie. We could watch Arrival or fucking Logan or. Yeah. We, we could do a pick. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll think of something by the end of it. Why are we talking about this now? We got some other shit to talk about. What's that right? noise? What? What does it sound like? Darth fucking Garth Vapor. I ain't vaping. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you really hear it? Yeah. Whenever that? you talk, like it's in behind you. Oh, yeah. She's in here. Ah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Just, vape it up. Just a creepy hand. Tell her to turn the watts up and take little hits. Well, I mean, I tried, but she ain't Get about that bitch that off high. 10, you know? <laughs> turn the wattage on it up. I'm just kidding. Let me t- wait, let me take a picture of this, this thing and I'll drop it in the chat. Let me see. Creepy hand. Oh, I'm going to set it next to me. I'm white Jesus. Don't trip the scissors. Man, to be gang, to be nickname. Um, so we're recording? Yeah. Fucking do it, Adam. Welcome to episode 16 of Real Estate Podcast. I'm Griffin. I'm Travis. And I'm Adam. And what did we watch this week? What did we watch? We watched I hope we all watched the same fucking... movie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched sure Split. Did. What did you watch, sure Travis? Did. You watched Split? I watched Split, I wa- too. I watched, uh, I watched the sequel to The Goonies. I don't know about you guys. How'd that go? Yeah. When did that come out? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It all, it all took place in this one guy's head. Like... In I mean, you had sloth. You we had gotta do sloth, a, You uh, had chunk. Somebody needs to do the Goonies mashup with Split. Yes. Where it's like all the characters in one. He lurches up, and then you hear him go, yeah. "Hey, you guys!" And at the end, he turns into that with the one eye. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this about? Um, I mean, before we even get started on it, I mean, what did you guys think? Well, honestly, <laughs> it just made me want to watch Unbreakable. Well, yeah, you're going to get to watch that and some. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Like, uh, here's what I enjoyed. I mean, here's what I enjoyed, though. The movie was good. It, I watched it. I, I started getting closer and closer to the screen, too, towards the end. Like, <laughs> you know, by the end, I was, like, leaning on the desk, like, open up in that shit, like, but uh, that guy's acting was damn. Like, I mean, he deserves an award. I don't right? ever think I've seen him do something that good in a movie. Like, I mean, he's always you know well, been good, but damn, yeah. like he was fucking. Yeah, it was incredible. I man. mean, damn, like that's what I was sitting there. Like, I just couldn't wait for him to come back on camera. Like, yeah, I know. He, 
his his like, performance shit. as a as a character with different personalities it was pretty it was it was good i mean i guess i mean i don't know anything about that type of uh how you would have to get in the mindset to portray that accurately There's plenty of so videos i don't on know anything about that but i mean yeah he he did a pretty good job it was it was really entertaining it was one of those movies it was one of those movies for me that like <clears throat> if you don't fight through that first hour you're probably not gonna finish it no but I was once, pulled in. Oh, man, I was captivated once you get in about like for me it was like that last hour was when things got really good and it, and and i don't i don't say that to to reflect that the movie's bad but it, it's definitely a movie that builds up more. I think more, we have a split decision down. here. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. <laughs> well, like, as it, well, like, as the movie as the movie goes along, you know, it, it just I don't know, it gets better. Like any movie should. Well, at least it didn't get it worse. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's it's always been a mixed bag because for me when it comes to M Not Shyamalan. Hey, I'm going to say, look, Unbreakable is a good movie. I saw it a long-ass time ago, though. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of played out for me. Like, I've seen it a couple of times, you know? Right. This going to have to go down as my new go-to M. Night movie. Like, I'm like, that That was pretty good for him. And then when you, when I saw him sitting there, I was like, oh, it's his ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, and I'm like, <laughs> um, I mean, for him, damn. Like, this is the best thing he's had so, in a long time. Yeah, I agree. So would we say that the twist of the film had to be that the beast was in fact a a real um I don't know what would you call it? They, they were calling them alternatives, right? Uh well, it's it wasn't real, but he talked about it to that woman. He said, "Is it true that there was a woman that went blind and then her uh, you know, alternate personalities fucking uh Developed sight, like yeah. she was blind, they could see. Like, so he when yeah. he hulked out, when he turned into the beast, like it. I mean, it's all in his head. Like his body just did that, right? Like, like it adapted. I mean, he well, wasn't un, he wasn't untouchable. Like, yeah. Well, my thing was was like power of the mind, man. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they took basically each personality that that Kevin develops is a deterrent for any kind of situation that he's going to find himself in, right? And to yeah. me, it feels like all these personalities got together and were like, hey, we need to create something that can handle any situation whatsoever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the manifest <laughs> of what came out of it was the beast. The like, uh, <laughs> but the like horde came together and made the beast. Yeah. Who was, well, the, uh, who was the one... With his button all the way up to his, the top, and oh, they kidnapped uh, him at the beginning. Dennis, yeah, Dennis yeah. was fucking playing around with his goddamn sling blade <laughs> shirt on. Like, uh, right. when he sat in the car, I was like, "So what's the fucking end game here?" Like, <laughs> well, yeah, just to set it up for everybody. Like, if you haven't seen, it, of course, go watch it. But like, all you need to know is this dude kidnaps these three chicks for some reason that he doesn't really disclose. Like that's that's the only setup you need for the movie, really, you know. And then he starts coming in acting fucking different each time, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. Now, see, here's something that I wish they would have done different in their marketing. I wish they wouldn't have kind of let you go in knowing he was already kind of like, like the whole idea of him being schizophrenic. I will multiple personalities, whatever mental disorder the man's portraying. Disassociative um, identity disorder. Yeah. Well, I wish that would. I wish. I wish that would have been left for the viewing. Like you don't like not going into the film knowing that. Well, I went those die. first few, those first few instances where, where he starts showing up and he's a different personality, that would have been, like a real cool reveal. Like, oh, okay, so yeah. he's, this guy's fucked up. You know, like. Yeah. Well, like I said, I went in dry. So, you know, me and her watched it together and she's like, what's this movie about? And I'm like, I don't know. It's got M. Night Shyamalan and it's got fucking James McAvoy. We're watching it. Like, that's all that I know, you know? Yeah, I heard it did. Yeah. So I went in dry. And whenever, like, you know, the dude kidnaps the girls and then he comes in the room as Dennis and he takes one of the girls out and then she pisses on herself. He puts her back in the room. Then he comes to the room in a skirt. Yeah. Let's, I was, let's get this out of the way. Um, the girl keeps running away from home, stuff like that. She's the one that tells the girl, piss yourself. Yeah. She knows what's up. And because you, we learned throughout the movie that apparently her uncle molested her or something. I mean, they don't ever say it, but, I mean, more. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 it got weird, you know. When yeah, he was like, "Come over here, take your clothes off. Lot, Let's yeah. play animals," you know. And I'm like, "Uh, negative." She was gonna kill him. Yeah. Let's yeah. just get Reaction all that out of the way the, now. This this girl. Yeah. Throughout the movie, you could tell that there's you know something's up with her. Yeah. She's having flashbacks and flash forwards, and the hatch <laughs> is open. Like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Would you say it's almost like a survivor's guilt, maybe? Well, uh, no. What do you no, mean? I wouldn't that? say that. Well, no, it's a different... That, that would require a different situation. Survivor's guilt is like, say, we're all trapped on an island and me and Griffin oh. die and you survive and you feel bad because we're dead. That's survivor's no, guilt. I wouldn't have that. I'd be, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I made it. I would tell y'all a story, you know? Yeah, you would celebrate us. Yeah, I would be like, you know, I was like number one on the map. Uh, yeah, I took uh, charge. I was running things. I tried to keep them alive. When in reality, I was like hiding in a hole when it all went down. You know, I come out. Fuck yeah, you. <laughs> I got a I got so much to give. You know, I got bills yeah, I and shit. Need, I just need more time. Yeah. <laughs> so I make it off the island. Y'all, I'm like, they ain't make it. Uh, and then really, like, y'all are still there because I like. There was just a, I found like a, a sea do and I hopped on it and left, you know? You got, pick, you got picked up. We're still trapped there arguing. Yeah. They're like, the storm's real bad. If we hang around, we're going to fuck it. We could go down. And they're like, is there anyone else here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the boat just yeah. pulls away. Let's take it up. No, it's a helicopter, dude. We're leaving. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're gone. Like, I'm you like, would have survivor's guilt then. You're like, nah, damn, man. I wish I would have. Because y'all still alive, dudes. man. Like, yeah, but for how long? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll never know. So it's all right. Like, I don't <laughs> think about it. When I get home, it's like, it's like whenever Tom Hanks came home and cast away, you know, I'm like, it's like 10 years later. 
Yeah. Uh, for some reason, Donald Trump's still president. I'm like, how this happen? You know, <laughs> I'm never gonna leave up. office. But uh, it's wonderful. I'm building a wall around the White House. I'm gonna stay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would come home one day, like you've been home for like six months, maybe a little bit longer, and you get a postcard in the mail. Yeah. And you flip it over, and it says, fuck you, Adam. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> it's yeah. got Biden Travis's hamper It's written on the on side it. of a coconut shell. <laughs> like a damn banana leaf or something. Isolation. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. All the things I ever need. <laughs> so we watched this movie. Um, it was pretty good. I don't think Travis liked it. Well, I got to go uh, in on this. Now I got to hear it, man. Yeah. Let's have uh, it. I Let's just, have. First thing you said to me when we got on here was it was long. And I was like, long? The movie like, felt very long to me. I don't know if it's because of various films that I've seen throughout the years where it deals with people with different personalities and so on and so forth. I don't know if it's just I don't. I'm not as impressed by that anymore. I mean, I don't know. But the movie itself was long to me. I mean, like I said, by the end, I was fully engrossed with it. So Yeah, you want to know what the end game was. Yeah, it succeeded as a film. It held my attention, and and it it ultimately entertained me. But it's just, I guess because I've set, like, there's no bar set for M. Not Shyamalan anymore, only because... His film is such a it's his filmography is such a mixed bag with me. Some of the movies I've seen by him are really good. Some movies I just no. Can I but, can I step know. into the light here? Can I get off my chair? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you watch the movie, you'll get that. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. No, uh, I'm watching the movie, and I'm this is what had me. I was like. How's he going to end this? Yeah, right. Is he going to fuck this up for me right now? Like, I was just waiting. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, what was that one movie, The Happening? Oh, God damn. Like, didn't he direct that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, and yeah, then, you know, terrible. there's some others. But, when I, I mean, I saw the trailer. I was like, that looks pretty good. And I watched the movie, and I was like, I want a trailer's better than the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's bad right. when the trailer's better than the movie. But, um. <laughs> I thought he was gonna fuck it up, but I was I was like, all right, that's I'm cool with that. Like, yeah. we'll get there in a minute, especially when he's climbing up the fucking wall. I'm like, they got okay, creepy. you know. <laughs> well, my thing was okay. There's two complaints. Well, there's one complaint that I had about the movie, and one thing that I thought was gonna happen that didn't. Okay, my first complaint was the psychiatrist uh, keeps talking about how. Um, Barry is the one in the light. He yeah. is the one that, and all the personalities are in a room yeah. with, with chairs in it. And they're all sitting there like basically yeah. baiting and waiting right? to step into the light. Right. Okay. So my thing is, is why the fuck did we not get one scene with all these personalities in the room? They don't all have to interact together. Because, of, oh, you like, like a scene. Oh, like where they're, where they're all, Coming through him, well, kind of like, an art, like a like a like an artistic representation. Of where what's there's going a on bunch of him, and they're all dressed differently. 
Yeah, and they're okay. all in a room together. Because imagine, like, they said that Dennis and what's that, Miss Patricia, I think mm-hmm. was her name. Yeah. Okay, they said that them two are the ones that bring the beast up, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're basically trying to convince yeah. everybody else that they that the beast is what's going to ultimately save Kevin. Right. right. Well, that, and because of the kid, they can come up and take over. Yes. Like, he so left my, them for some reason. I don't know why. You never get that. But the kid, because of the kid... Yeah. Because no one can ever make fun of him again. That's what it <laughs> he, was. So the kid like took over. And then he gave the power to them. But my thing was, was like, I would have loved to have seen just one scene where they're in there and they're having this debate. I imagine it like just a, a gray room, you know, well, kind mm-hmm. of, kind of, an, kind of an extension of that scene at the end when they're, they're looking in the mirror. Mm hmm. And they're all, you know, it's cutting to different angles, and each angle is a different person talking. That was his way of doing it. Yeah, but I wanted to see the room with the chairs and everybody. Yeah. He didn't like, do them I'm all right. because it's like, you know, How do you come well, up well, well, and then with the story, you know, the two, yeah. the three, that's the only three you really see. Like, yeah, you saw there was a few on the video thing, yeah, video diaries, but. You only see the three. That kind of goes with the story. But that would have been cool. Like to see them sitting in like a white room, like a matrix room. Yeah. With a chair yeah. in the middle with a light and they're all around it, like arguing. While, and there's one guy sitting in the chair. Yeah. Because, the, you know, they say Barry's the one. Yeah. That he's the one in the light. He's the strongest then, one. Well, and then, you know, the kid takes over and he gives the power to Dennis and Miss Patricia. And they basically start calling all the shots, you know. Then they say, they come around and say that Kevin's been asleep this whole time. And then once they bring Kevin in and he's telling that girl to kill him, then they take back over. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen like a split second where like they fucking all get Kevin and they fucking put his ass in a room. Like in a, just like a cage, you know, like where he can't get out. Like what he did to the girls. Yeah, exactly. Like yes. that little cage in his head where it's the same room and you just throw him in there. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. What, but what I thought was going to happen, I, and I swear up and down that I fucking I was going to get, I wasn't going to get M. Night Shyamalan at all, you know, because I thought that the girl um, created, I thought that this was all happening in the girl's oh, head. Oh, shit. And I thought that. Hasn't that been crazy? Well, I thought that she was playing herself and she created this other person that was a representation of her personalities and she was having to confront all of her well, separate identities. Yeah, and this person had different personalities. Like, yes, it could uh, all be in her head. That would have been kind of cool. Maybe that's what happened. It's funny, it's funny that you mentioned that, Griffin, because that's exactly what my life was thinking while we were watching it. She was like, watch this shit take place inside her head the whole time. I mean, that's really what I thought because, you know, she can't kill herself. I mean, she can, but the beast is supposed to be the beast in that regard would have been a representation of her uncle, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So in that in that regard, like it showing her have the shotgun and pointing the shotgun at her uncle as a kid and then almost kind of recreating that in some kind of way, like in her head, that's. I mean, that's just what I thought was going on with it, you know? If you didn't get the news clip at the end, you could have gone with that. Yeah, I know. And then when it turns in, yeah, when it turns into the whole, like, oh, Mr. Glass thing, you know, and it kind of ties into the whole unbreakable thing. But was he going to have to come fight the guy or something? Yeah, I mean, Bruce Willis is going to fight him pretty much. This is where he fucks it up. 
You think so? I mean, dude. Bruce Willis is going to track him down and fight him like a superhero? Well, that that's what he was doing at the end of Unbreakable. He was going around and helping people and trying yeah. to find like criminals, basically. Just, you know, Willis. If I remember it. Yeah, I know. Um, but that, I swear, I swear up and down, I thought that that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to get fucking duped and know it doesn't happen. You know, it's just, it would have been cool to see that. You didn't want to get Shyamalan? No, I didn't want to get Shyamalaned, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But, um, all in all, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I I just want to know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. Well, and that's how I go in with every M. I mean, everyone that I, I mean, I didn't watch the last airbender, but once I'm in, once I'm into his world, I have to fucking know. That's not his world. Airbender. Yeah, I know. That's some other shit. (laughs) I didn't want to get involved in that because I just, I don't, I don't, I just never. I'll give, I'll give the movie credit where it's due. It's definitely his best work in a long time. Well, that acting. Yeah. Guy did a damn good job acting like. I'm going to go back and watch other movies with him in it, you know? I like the cinematography. Yeah. I like, he made it for $9 million. It grossed, what, 140 something I, million? I want to bring up the psychiatrist. This bitch didn't, this didn't throw any red flags at all. Like, you're telling me in, in the world we live in, they let people fucking walk around like this and drive cars and fucking buy guns and. Yeah. What the fuck, as, man? Well, I'm guessing that as long as they don't commit like crimes or he murders. He worked at a zoo. Yeah. What if that little, was it a 12 year old kid? How old was the kid? Do you remember? Oh, the nine year old? He was nine. Okay. See, that's how old he was when shit went bad for him. When his mom poked her head under the bed and was like, <clears> I'm going to beat your fucking ass, you know, with a coat hanger. Yeah. No more wire hangers. That's what I thought of. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, me uh, too, man. Mommy dearest. Yeah, I was like, mommy, mommy fucking dearest about to fuck his ass up. <laughs> but, uh, like, what if the kid went and let fucking animals out? Play with, well, you know, let the tigers out or something. Like, you can't fucking. What the fuck did he do? Well, you know? my thing, my thing is, is, I believe that, like, you know, uh, I felt like Dennis, whether whether the psychiatrist knew it or not, I feel like Dennis was the one that was employed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That's he, the way she talked because he's real clean. and So in this world, like it, having this kind of disorder, like if that personality takes that responsibility, then I'm assuming that whenever time comes for that to happen, then all the other ones are just like – because you're always going to have to have some kind of need to fit in and be relevant. Well, they're, they're, they're all aware of each other. And I guess they would assume that one of them being gainfully employed would help. It's like, like a, like a self-defense mechanism. Like, yeah, well, and they, they had a melt, pretty sweet pad out of it. Like he had all these rooms to put people in and all these doors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, I mean, that's the only reason he had that. No one ever went down there. Yeah, I don't understand how he talked the zoo into letting him live in there. I don't there. think they knew he was living down there. I mean, dude, That's it was true. so far down there, like through all those pipes, way back in there, you know? <laughs> it's been abandoned for years. Yeah, I mean, you know, no one went back there. Like, 
And you go back there, yeah. he's got all these rooms to put them in. Like, he's got this. I mean, where did the one brick room come from? It was set up nice, too. Had some nice little, went to Ikea, got some cots, you know, had some lights on the wall. I was like, this is nice. Like, yeah, right. I mean, it's not the hole from fucking, uh, oh, shit. Hello, Clarice. Uh, you know, it's not fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is nice, so man. I mean, he's treating you nice. Like, you know, yeah. dance for him a little bit. Like, yeah. Show him just, a good time. Just, Fuck yeah, your way she, out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. He's uh, real. That chick did have a lot of fucking clothes on, though. Yeah, Let's she's trying real. to cover up her uh, her scars. Yeah. That's what she was doing, which she should have pulled out earlier because, yeah. you know. I mean, the beast was <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> the beast was like, praise Jesus. Like, <laughs> praise <laughs> to the brain. You know, he was. That's you a scene are you need. Yeah, he loved it. I like when he made her walk down the hallway. He had the candle, and he said, "Put your hands together." You know, she's like, she's praying. Yeah, and he's reading this shit, and it's like it's some deep shit. And then he's like, "I read that on the back of a card at Hallmark, back on the back of a Hallmark card." You know? Yeah, I thought it was appropriate for this situation. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's a next level shit. I'm assuming that the Miss Patricia, Miss Patricia, is a representation of his mom in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. And then the nine year old is him yeah. as a child. When shit went bad. Like that's that was the splitting point. Yeah. So where did Barry come from? Like, where did this eccentric clothing designer come this from? Out of all the, yeah. It was a it was a stormy night at Star Labs. <laughs> oh god the timeline got fucked up yeah <laughs> he, done, he done he done did it again he done um he done did it again. i watched it twice well i watched not twice once and a half because she had to go to bed when i was watching it so we got to the part where she the psychiatrist confronts is like i know that you're dennis you know, and that, yeah. that whole scene happens. So we had to watch it again from there to the end. And I mean, I was just as pulled in, you know, even though I watched the second half of the movie, I was still just as pulled in as I was when I first watched it, you know? Yeah. I think, I think for me, it's cause like, I, I guess I went in thinking this movie was entirely centered around McAvoy's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but didn't expect way, the girls. But in a way, he was more or less the supporting. Yeah, the girl was the main character, kind of. And I guess that threw me for a loop. He was so good, though, He was, man. Like, I mean. I was impressed. It was a DiCaprio performance. You know what I mean? Like, Like, I was. He switched out of the voices. Would you say say this is McAvoy's Bronson? Oh, Yeah. I didn't know he could do character acting like that. No. I mean, have you guys ever seen him do anything like that? Like, No, not to that extreme. No, yeah. I mean, everything I've seen him in, he's good, but not not where you can pull off di- but, completely different personalities like in an instant. Yeah, no. And walk down the fucking do- hallway at high heels, you know, with a damn Afghan <laughs> on like it ain't nothing. I know. Every time he switches to that character, he always pulls his shirt over a little bit, trying to cover his tits up. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, man. He had all these clothes. Yeah. 
he had them named, you know, the sections. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that and that's crazy too. Like, I guess the the psychiatrist told him to take vlogs of his different personalities or something. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Because if you like, they say that the one one personality is always in the light. Mm-hmm. So, so she asks him to do this, which could be like very bad for everybody because like if the wrong personality takes over and doesn't give it back then they're fucked right which is what happened <laughs> i mean i mean it was a uh it was a psychological bad lieutenant decision yeah no red flags though well she thought the one personality took over and she was like this personality is okay he can hold down a job he can he can design he can fashion. function you know, yeah, yeah. like some of the others were bad, you know, he, this guy, but you know, she's like, she kept getting all these emails, emergency meetings, emergency meetings. Like, and then the one night, you know, when he likes, when he wakes up and he looks at, you know, and it shows you all the emergency meetings on her computer, just one yeah. after another. And then he wakes like, up and he puts the phone in his jacket or like, whatever. Like all of them sent one. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the two sides battling. You know what I mean? And that yeah. would have been cool to see, too. Like, the two sides arguing. One grabs control of the light just enough to send, like, 400 fucking emails or whatever it was, you know? I wanted to see <laughs> everyone's bedroom. <laughs> like, like, I thought that would have been cool. I was like, are we going to get to see the other rooms? Like, each room's different. Yeah, you right. You know, like, the kids got a room. You go in the next room. And it's like, wow, he really put some time into this. Like, yeah, uh, this is like next level crazy. Like, yeah, I would have liked to have seen that too. Uh, that kid's room when he was in there dancing, I was like, holy fuck, <laughs> what have we got to show? She said, wow, and he's like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I thought you said he there said, was a window. It's like, there it is. is. It's open. It's right here. Closed, open. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> she mm. just fucked uh-huh. Bad lieutenant decision right there. Et cetera? Yeah, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. So you can yeah. leave, et cetera? Yeah, that was his nervous fucking tick. Um, well, I'm going to propose something real quick. Uh, see what you guys think about it. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Along with uh, the buy rent pass, I'm thinking, and if you're picking up what I'm throwing down, each one of us has a star rating of one star, either no, oh. half, or or a full. Any movie can get a max of three stars. Each one of us rates it. Like, if, if it's okay, half star. If you didn't like it, no oh, star. we're doing three? No, we're doing one apiece. Oh, okay. But the most... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to give it one gold star in full. I'm going to give it a full star. Uh, Travis coming <laughs> in with a half star. He's like, yeah, he's like one third it. star. <laughs> no thirdsies. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a half. I mean, star. if that's how you I feel, saw. yeah, preach I mean, it. <laughs> Not everybody's gonna like this movie. Yeah, it was the acting, man. It was. And yeah, then I, I, mean, I did I not mean, get Shyamalan at the end. Like I was like, I'm just waiting for. It. I was like, it's all a dream. She's dead. 
there's a salad <laughs> over there you know like i was just waiting for it like it's all it's a dream a that, you know one of the bears the bears yeah. having a dream it's all a dream like <laughs> some somewhere perched on a ledge something's flapping its wings slowly yeah I, I mean i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna give it a like a bargain black friday buy but on i'll buy it. if you buy it yeah yeah for sure don't go in reverse <laughs> i'll go i'll go with the ramp simply because I, I feel like the movie's worth watching once definitely oh yeah well that's one to me it's one of those movies where you know, somebody's like, oh, yeah, I really like so-and-so in this movie. He was great. And I'd be like, have you seen Split? Because this motherfucker is on some other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. If you're riding on the McAvoy train, it's definitely something worth watching because his performance in it was good. It was good. Yeah. They need to put his ass in a movie with fucking Leo. Yeah. Well, mm. that could. what would they do? They all got split personalities. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the see. That's what I. You remember that movie with uh, Robin Williams, uh, stepfathers, stepdads. Who else was in it? Um, oh yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and they, they they both men think that the kids there. They're trying to figure out. Yeah, they're trying to find the kid because yeah. the kids. I want to see that, but with both of them playing people with multiple personalities. And what are they trying to figure out? If the kid's theirs? Yeah, but one of them's the kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shyamalan, <laughs> you know? Copyright real estate podcast. That's him, that Shyamalan ending right there. Yeah, right. Everything that happened in the village happened. Okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a buy. I'm going to give it a full star because, I mean... It's something that I'm going to watch again for sure. It may not be soon, but I I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. But, I mean, this kind of leads us straight into, uh, you know, some topics for this week because uh, Shyamalan basically came out and said that he's written the sequel, which is going to be the conclusion of the trilogy for um, this whole, I don't know, Whatever. M. Did it Night say Shyamalan an unbreakable universe. and split movie, like two more or just one? Uh, from what I saw, it was just one. Okay. And from what I understand, well, let me find this. Up. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, they, nah, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, why, you know? Well, I mean, why not? Well, think about it. Universe building has kind of become yeah the norm. It's it's kind of what is pushing movie studios along in a big bad way, you know. Mm-hmm. So to me, it felt like he filmed the movie. Well, he he said that he originally wanted to include the Kevin character in Unbreakable, but he wrote it out because he felt like that that story needed to be told on its own without including. And how long did he wait to tell it? I mean, it's been 17 years, I think. Yeah, or t- I don't know if he years. had this story in his head then. Yeah, I mean. Come on, dude. He's like, I've just had this sitting on the shelf. Yeah. I was waiting for the CGI to get there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says that the title is going to be called Glass. And okay. he said, finish the new script. It's taken 17 years, but I can finally answer the number one question I get. Are you making a fucking sequel to Unbreakable or what? 
My new film is the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. Was always my dream to have both films collide in this third film. He also confirmed that Bruce Willis will return with uh, McAvoy as long as as well as uh, Anya Taylor Joy, which was the chick, and Sam Jackson, which played Mr. Glass. Yeah. Um. Following the conclusion of Split, Glass finds Dunn, which is uh, Bruce Willis pursuing Crumb's uh, superhuman figure, the Beast, in a series of escalating encounters, while the shadowy presence. Price emerges as an orchestrator who holds secrets critical to both men. So, um, I mean, I'm interested to see it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I ain't gonna lie. But really, like, for me, the movie ended in the cop car, black screen. When they cut to the Bruce Willis shit at the end, I was kind of like, it's a little bit cheesy. I didn't know they were gonna tie him in. I was like, why is he here? Like, Right. Why is David Addison here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and then they just kind of zoom down and he's like, Glass. Yeah. His name was Glass. Glass. They said that Unbreakable brought in 248 million while Split brought in 274 million. Wow. Nine, it took $9 million to make that movie and he brought 274. It's a good pull. I mean, that's, you know, People were interested, um, and to be real, I mean, it released at the worst time to release movies. It released it's him. Went, That's why they did that. Like, yeah, but it still brought in a fuckload of money. Trailer you know? looked pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, it had I mean, some buzz was, too. Like when people was like, "You gotta go see that." Like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then, um, you know, uh, it had a little bit of controversy with it. Yeah. Like, People with that disorder had a problem with it. I don't know how people with uh, DID really act or react or how this kind of change of personality a little bit. Well, of course it's a movie. I yeah. mean, what do you expect? But they don't go change um, clothes and yeah. I mean, I, I you know they just rock the same outfit. You know. Yeah, I mean, I did look into it a little bit after I did it was too. over. <laughs> I mean, I was into it for a second. You know what I mean? I was like, shit, why not? You know. I found a lot of people faking it. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just said it. it was a horse sneeze. <laughs> a fly flew up his nose, and he just fucking. Well, it had that whistle in the end. Like I just saw people on YouTube like faking it. Like you could tell. I mean, they're making a YouTube video, and like there's yeah. production quality. And I'm like, you just making a vlog as twelve people, you know? Like, yeah. It's got jump cuts all over the place. Yeah, but I saw some stuff. <laughs> so what about this uh, Netflix? They just paid $105 million to unite world's greatest actors for what oh. will be the most anticipated film of the century. Will it? Doubt it. Hated Says it. The, you know, <laughs> the Irishman, a film that will unite Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Harvey Keitel. Okay. Um, now is it will be, Martin Scorsese going to direct this? Yes, okay. it will be directed by Scorsese and ready for release in 2019. A Netflix movie. Yes, based on a true based on true events, the film will tell the story of Frank Sharon Sharon, a mob hitman played by Robert De Niro. Fellow wise guy Jimmy Hoffa will be played by Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and Harvey Keitel also. 
It's it's nice. I was it was nice to see Joe Pesci's coming out of retirement. I know, man. Fucking like, finally, he's been playing golf with Danny Glover yeah. for a minute. Like, yeah, <laughs> like for right. a minute, dude. I mean, he pretty, pretty much retired. Like, yeah, and now he's making a Netflix movie. It must be I a mean, good story. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, when you get, I mean, of course, I feel like Pesci's going to play that. Typical. Of course. I mean, there's no other character, which he may surprise us. He Am may I be funny more reserved. Either? You know, he's going to play. Yeah. He's you that guy. He's that loud mouth fucking wise guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with him, you know? Um, I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait to hear like some long-ass rant Pesci will do. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be fucking. Uh, I mean, Goodfellas is like. Yes. Good, you know? So, you know, it's in the title. Yeah. Um, I'm interested, man. I love seeing all those characters or all those actors come together. Um, it's crazy I'm, that Martin Scorsese's making a fucking Netflix movie. This is going to open, I feel, which, I mean, Netflix is already getting a lot of good, of good people coming over. On a Scorsese film. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, if this tops the departed, oh my know, god, oh my god, like it's gonna be some next level shit, you know. Thou like, shalt not top the departed. It's in the Bible, you know. It's in uh, the real estate Bible. Yeah. <laughs> is it the Old Testament? No, dude, this Old Testament's fucked. Like we're chopping <laughs> hands off, we're killing babies. Like <laughs> if you, you know, you got to kill a goat. Like whatever, rub whatever the blood over the do. door. It's going down. Like <laughs> um, it's just now. I feel like. Once he does that, other directors will be like, okay, you know, it's not B-Movie Central. Yeah. Like, well, it's going to be okay to go to Netflix and yeah, option make a, a movie Netflix there. movie. Like, Yeah. Well, my thing, and we've talked about this before, Adam, why, when you have a director with almost a cult following, like Kevin Smith, for example, has all these ideas, all these fucking different things going on, and a lot of them don't get made. But why why doesn't he create it himself, pay for it for mm-hmm. himself, kind of like what he did with Tusk, and then take it somewhere and try to get it out there? If this dude put this shit, if he did a, 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 a small, low-budget, but high-budget for YouTube, YouTube series, he would make a shitload of money off of it. People would tune in every week to see it, just like that they would tune in to NBC or ABC or whatever. I don't understand why he doesn't do that. And I don't understand why more directors don't just get as much money together as they can. They're going to have actors that are going to be willing to work with them, just create it and then go from there. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how I feel about it. Stop giving a fuck about the theater. No one goes. Exactly. Quit trying to make a fucking a movie that grosses hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, if they release split direct to DVD, I could understand that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like still be good. It, yeah. It wouldn't take anything away from the performance at all. I mean, that's Kevin Smith's problems. He's always trying to push movies in the theater and it's just, it's, you know, well, I mean, he doesn't make theater movies though. Yeah. Really? I mean, if you're not Marvel DC, or fucking Star Wars, or Disney. Yeah, well, Star Wars. Well, yeah, I, but you know, I should have like, said Disney. Go fuck yourself if you're not them. Like, 
Yeah, they right. take the box office. They give them the best dates. You know, they get the best yeah. movie release dates, like you know, Christmas and. I mean, just go straight to Netflix, man. Exactly. And I understand if I watch a Star Wars movie or um, a, a comic book movie or whatever, that's almost a theater experience. Like, I didn't watch Jurassic World in the theater, and I felt like I didn't get part of it because I wasn't in a theater. You know what I mean? Because it felt like a theater movie. When you watch a movie like that, it feels like a theater movie. But uh, when I when I watched um, any of Kevin Smith movies, I mean, they don't really feel, you know, like a theater movie. It's like a going to the theater, it just, well, it just doesn't add to the story or yeah. just the I would rather watch it at home or boxers. Like, yeah. I mean, I went to the I went to Hampton Cove because that was the only place in the area to watch Clerks too. Me and my dad went, and it got real uncomfortable when that whole porch monkey for mm. life thing. <laughs> it got real fucking uncomfortable real quick. Two fucking dudes from the mountain just hanging out, laughing then, when he said porch monkey. No, <laughs> I mean I was fucking horse laughing, dude. You know, like I was. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you go watch Django. You know what I mean? Like, I do know what it, you mean because the first time I saw Django was in Georgia a few days after it released. I believe it may have been on the day that yeah. it dropped. It was Christmas Day, right? Yeah. I so I'm like, so. I'm going to watch Django, dude. This is like a few months after that Batman theater shooting, right? Yeah. Because I remember I it was real so. close. So I go over here. I plop my fat ass down at the theater and I'm like getting ready. I'm like, this is going to be so good. It's going to be so long. I don't have a drink because I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to miss nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm just sitting there watching the you know, screen. They're playing, you know, and be sure to turn your cell phone off and get some popcorn at the refreshment stand, you know? Dude, yeah. black guy and his girlfriend come in, sit down right next to me. <laughs> and they were there the whole time. Like, they didn't laugh. I was like holding shit back. Like, you know, I mean, I was like, I had to go back and watch it again in the theater yeah. again in Scottsboro, you know? I'm yeah. Just, but, I think uh, we win. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't. I was like, this is awkward. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is what it is, you know? I wanted to <laughs> lean over and be like, do you know what this movie's about? <laughs> Have you seen the trailer, the Red Band trailer? Yeah, I mean, this uh, is going to get real. You brought real your quick. girlfriend to this, dude? Yeah. Okay. And they don't hold back. Within the first oh. five minutes, it's out there. Whenever the movie <laughs> let out, there was a cop standing at the top of the stair, like steps you go up to get out. By the door, there was a cop there. Really? Yeah. No shit, dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm Did glad you? to see you. It was a black cop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was staring me down when I went out, you know? Yeah. Racist motherfucker. Like I'm like, hey, man, I was just a Tarantino movie, dude. You know, yeah. Reservoir Dogs, movie, you know? It was great. Have you seen it? <laughs> Come on, you know? Um, well, speaking of comic book movies, I guess we'll get into that real quick. <clears throat> so uh, they've released what the next three X-Men universe movies are and the dates for it. So New Mutants is happening April the 13th of 2018, which is, you know, what it is. I guess I'm excited about it. We'll see. 
uh, Deadpool 2, which is going to be fucking incredible, is getting a date of 6-1-18, which can't come fast enough. And this is kind of the most disappointing news of all. The Dark Phoenix, 11-2-2018. They've already done this. I don't know nothing about the Dark Phoenix. Well, they did it in the original X-Men trilogy. They've already covered the Dark Phoenix. Well, that's why I don't know. Yeah, it was was pretty much one of the... One of the the many central plot threads of the first three films. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't give a fuck about watching no X Men movie. I said it a couple podcasts ago. I got burned out on X Men, dude. I'm gonna watch the Logan movie because it's like a standalone kind of, right? Yeah. But I got burnt a couple times, man. Yeah, I mean, Japanese Wolverine movie was horrible. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm interested for Deadpool 2 just because it's dead. I want some Avengers and shit. That's new. I want that new, new, like, you know? The fucking Purple Man. I don't want to see this shit that's been around for fucking. Well, I don't understand. I'm interested. I'm interested to see who's going to play the new, uh, the new iteration of uh, Wolverine, though, because. So these are reboots? I guess. Well, they're sequels, but. But they're having to. They're gonna have to reboot the actor. They're just gonna because, change characters in the middle of the story. Yeah, well, they're just gonna. They're just gonna have to get another actor to play Wolverine slash Logan. You know who they need to get? The guy that was in this movie. He could play all the characters. <laughs> he play. <laughs> he plays Professor X already. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he's already there. Yeah. They just fucking pop some claws and has at it. Yeah. It's like. What the fuck is this? It's like, go watch Split. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he talking like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dark Phoenix kind of bums me out, man. We've already seen it, man. There's so many more stories, so many more characters to touch on in the X-Men universe. Like, <clears throat> they keep retreading uh, old ground. So you know, we're building the, on the first class crew. Like, that's uh, the new crew. What if they just yeah. do away with Wolverine like he's gone? I mean, they may. Who the fuck are they going to get to replace him? I mean, Wolverine played Wolverine in those movies. Like, yeah. You know? Well, I, I mean, I, if they go with uh, Bronson, um, Tom Hardy. Are they thinking about it? Yeah, he said he would do it. and that's Of course he would, would do it. it. That's a paycheck right there. Yeah. Well, that Hugh Wolverine Jackman. money. Hugh Jackman said that that's who they should go about getting. I want to see House play it. You <laughs> <laughs> Lori, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, get House yeah. to play it. No, uh, Hugh Jackman is not Hugh Jackman to me. He's fucking Wolverine. Like he'll forever be Wolverine. For forever. He's and Wolverine, ever. man. Yeah. Just a minute ago, I said Wolverine played Wolverine in the movies. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking I mean, know his name anymore. Yeah. Well, what's he going to do now? Count fucking money. Well, yeah. I, I can see that. He got paid. like, Andy took a pay cut, and he still got paid, you know? That movie made some money. Logan movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it grossed. Big time. I mean, it went out with a bang. But um, I'm just tired of X-Men movies, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm just tired of it. Like, yeah, they they just they just keep on, you know. 
Yeah. You know, whatever. Did you see though where uh the the, the was it the fourth Avengers movie? Yes. They didn't release the title. Yes, because it's a secret. Yeah, because in the third one, they're going to set up for that, and then. Yeah, which is um, smart, but and it's got the fucking internet going crazy right now, trying to figure out what it is. You know, yeah, you got to wait till Comic Con. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Comic Con will be right around the corner. Yeah. And then they're going to release some. Which, if they if they do it right, they shouldn't release anything until next Comic Con. You know what I mean? Like. They should release like the full Infinity Wars trailer and then let that be that. And then not even talk about it, not even fucking hint around about it. Because if they release anything, then it's going to be fucking speculation out the ass, you know? Uh But, you know. Preach. (laughs) So we got uh, episode Star Wars Episode 9 has a release date of May the 24th. Um,. Which is weird. Is that The Last Jedi? No, this is the one after that. Oh, okay. Which is the side movies, right? No, this is episode nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my question is like, all right, they're releasing, they released Force Awakens on Christmas. Then they released Rogue One on Christmas. Isn't The Last Jedi coming out on Christmas? I think so. What? I, I I was just assuming that they were gonna keep going or what they were gonna. You said it, it comes out in May, right? Yeah, that's what they. That's what this article Which says. Is a few months after Christmas. Will that means maybe they need more time. That, well, that could only mean that maybe they're ready to throw it in the high gear. Two movies a year. Yeah. Well, no. put it up. Well, I mean, well, I mean, if it's a May date, that's usually that's almost. Neck for neck with Marvel. Oh, yeah. well, it'll make bank. Yeah. Oh, it will. Unless, unless that means Disney has something better up their sleeve that they want to have for the Christmas holiday. Uh, well, it says that um, it says the, the last Jedi won't hit theaters until December. Uh, we know that in addition to directing, Trevorrow will pin the script alongside his Jurassic World co-writer Connolly. Ryan Conley? No, Derek. Which would have been awesome if it was Ryan Conley. Yeah. Um, it will not feature Leia in the wake of the Carrie Fisher passing in December 26th. I'm guessing that they're having to adjust the script because of her passing. Uh-huh. And it's probably taking longer than they think to figure out how they're going to do it. Well, they got to do it right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, because this Christmas is Last Jedi. Next Christmas will be the Han Solo standalone. And then following Christmas will be... No, this comes out in 2019. Yeah, so this will come out right after the Han Solo standalone, right? Yeah, so it'll be Last Jedi this Christmas, Han Solo next Christmas, and then Episode 9. And a partridge in a pear tree, you know? Well, they may be having big plans on doing something fucking crazy with the trilogy after that. I don't know. Ah, it's pure speculation. <laughs> it says Harrison Ford is going to be in the fifth chapter of Indiana Jones, come out in July the 10th of 2020. 
We're going to do um, old man Jones. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, what, what do you guys think about that? Are you through with Indiana Jones? <laughs> like, I think the original three Indiana Jones film films are timeless. I think they're good. Classics. Um, now the fourth like one, on the pre- other hand, I like. I like to. Pre- I like to pretend like Crystal Skull never happened. Yeah. I like to pretend like I didn't go to the theater and watch that. Oh, did oh, you? Man. Yeah, I did. Wow. I went. I went to I the went old theater. It. I went and watched it, and I had a crowd with me that I went with at the time, and they were one of those that, did that they ruined it for you. Yeah, in a way, yeah. I know who these people. Well, well, I went and watched it. I went and watched it again eventually at home, and uh, I still came to the same conclusion. And yeah. it was just make an I assessment. Know, it didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me. No. Well, it it's like I, I enjoyed diminishing I enjoyed, returns. I, mean, I enjoyed seeing Harrison Ford take the hat and whip again, but I mean, diminishing those three returns. Films, those three films are pretty much. If you want to watch Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Raiders of Lost Ark, and uh, Last Crusade, man, just go watch those. There's really, like, I don't think any Indiana Jones film from now until the end of time will ever be worth it. No. No. Well, it's like if they took um, Back to the Future and decided they want to oh make a. Oh, my God. You, you know what I mean? It's the same idea. Like, you can't fucking top what's already there. Why even try? Yeah, why opinion? fuck it up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, I mean, they didn't fuck that, it up for me. I like those movies so much that it's a standalone. The box set that I have, there's only three, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to add to it. There, Yeah, there's, there's, there's no room on the shelf for any modern interpretation of Back to the Future. If I could give it no star, I would, you know? Like, Can no we give amount, it no star? No, yes. No amount of star power, no amount of CGI, none of that could make the the, the movie-watching experience of the original trilogy any better. Yeah. Well, my thing because, is... like, Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, because I think to anyone out there... Even if you watched them and was like, eh, I didn't like them. You can't deny that Back to the Future is like, that. that's quintessential adventure film. Oh, yeah. If you don't I mean, like that, Back to the Future, fuck you, you know? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. Fuck well, my you. thing, My thing with the Indiana Jones is like, there's a property that exists that is basically a modern-day Indiana Jones video game. Adapt that, you yeah. know, like the uh, Uncharted series uh, is. Yeah, it's modern day Far Cry, something like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, and they said Nathan Fillion wanted to be in the Uncharted uh, movie series. He's a fucking great actor. Put him in it. He's witty. He's fun to watch, and just start that franchise. Wait, what if they kill Indiana Jones of this movie like they did Han Solo? In the same way. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what if that's why he agreed to do it? He's like, "I'll do it if you kill me." I'm sick of doing these fucking movies. Quit asking. You know. Well, then they're then they're gonna have to do the fugitive 
where he's got the <laughs> one arm. <laughs> he gets fucking stabbed every fucking uh, what Blade Runner. He's yeah. dead. You know they're gonna kill. He's coming back in all the movies. Like yeah, he's making a comeback. He's got to pay for a new plane. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want it. I'm just I'm right there with you guys. I don't want. Hey, but wait, you're gonna watch it. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna go to the movies. No, no, I'm gonna watch it with Korean subtitles. You know. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I wish I'd have went to the movies to see that. Yeah. Um, I just I don't I don't understand. Like, okay, we yeah. you know like here's my thing. Take that money and make a movie that people actually want to fucking see. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that do want to see it, but why? Who? I don't know. Find me one person. I mean, I'm sure we can we can find somebody. Yeah. I bet sure. Charles would have seen it. <laughs> 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 it won't pull any names out there, but. Yeah. I mean, the thing with the. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Bullshit. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I watch it, but I'm not going to be excited about it. <laughs> um, so, have you guys seen this Alien Covenant prologue? Have y'all seen this? No, I have not. Negative. I've kind of tried to. I've kind of tried to stay away from all of these little promotional bits that they're doing for Alien Covenant, simply because I thought we're eventually going to get too much. Well, and then when you watch the film, it's going to just be like, eh, meh, meh. Man, <laughs> he's like when you I mean, watch the film, me, you're like this, and I'm like, wrong. you're like what? And it's an emoji. You can't see that. Like, <laughs> don't get don't get me wrong. I'm excited for it. I hope I hope it's I hope it's returned to form for Scott and the movie's a hit and it's just as good as the classics. But I'm really not going in there with high expectations. Trailer looks good. Yeah, it does. Hey, Kong proved me wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to say, I was ready to shit on Kong. But <laughs> Expectations set to Kong. Yeah. I was <clears throat> impressed. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The, the trailer, uh, the the last trailer that I watched for Covenant, it's the one where you get like the three to five second hype moment where yeah. you see the xenomorph crawling on that like chopper it looks like it's mm-hmm. falling into the ground like i mean looks amazing it looks like it looks like if they do it right that's going to be terrifying yeah yeah it had danny mcbride shitting in his pants yeah. <laughs> right i mean don't get me wrong i hope it's a good film but i've been it's one of those that i want it to be good so i just i'm trying to stay away from seeing too much of well, it what did you think about prometheus I enjoyed Prometheus. Yeah, me too. Griffin did. We've talked about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I think <laughs> I think I think it gets a bad rap. I think I think mainly because people wanted it. People were already trying to make the alien connection. Yeah. Instead of just watching it for what it was, even well, though you know it. Who was the writer from Lost? Damon Lindelof. He's the one that went in and did the rewrite, and he said, "Wait a minute, you've put way too much in one movie." We need to spread this out. Right. That's exactly what happened. And, you know, some people were like, I mean, it's not enough. Yeah. But I was just like, I left there like, can't wait to see the next one. 
I, I was in, you know, yeah. and whenever, whenever they were like, yeah, it may uh, fall into the uh, alien storyline. I was like, I'm even more in, you and know, it was like, like David will return and alien covenant, you know? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, well, well, <laughs> yeah. well, it's like, well, for me, for me, I was almost kind of bummed out when they finally showed the xenomorph hybrid at the end of Prometheus, because I kind of liked the idea of Scott creating a new, just a whole new story, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it tying into Alien and, and inevitably being a predecessor to those films. I mean, it's still cool. It's cool that the guy's willing to go back and do some more world building. Well, I had this idea that the chick from Prometheus is the queen. Yes. We've talked about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did we? We did. Not if I yeah. cut it out, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking credit for this, yo. Yeah, no, no you I'm just kidding. Up, Travis, Travis was the one that oh talked about uh, it. Yeah, what, that, it was that a theory. Be- no, it was something we worked on together, though. We yeah, we, we uh, yeah. We so had this, I, I I'm mean, willing it, to split the a, credit. You know, seventy thirty. Uh, <laughs> How many stars you give it? But I think I think it's safe to say that if I could, if I'm, if I call something like that. I think it's safe to say that that's a cop out, you know, like that. I feel like that would, as cool as a, of an idea as that is, I feel like it's like it's a given. An easy, well, it's an easy way out, I think, because I feel like a lot of people will have probably come to that conclusion as well, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Samuel so. Jackson's the queen because those things they're pretty dark, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <God>. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Sam Jackson, I mean, do you want to see a trailer for something that you may not go to the theater to watch, Travis? Is this the buddy cop movie? Yeah. You into it? That's definitely What's not that? a theater movie. Have you seen the trailer for this movie? The Hitman's Bodyguard? No, I have not. Can you he watch it on up? his phone? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> fuck is this back to the future four what no 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 that's not real don't even taking, read it taking place 30 years after the original trilogy god damn it is this real what are you looking at that on is that fake Smash news Smasher. april the what? first was fucking 25 days ago I'm going to my fucking movie website to see. I mean, it looks like stock footage. All right, I'm ready when you guys are. All right, all right you want to watch this real quick, Adam, and then we'll get back on this Back to the Future 4 shit. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> Shit's going to get weird already- when I... No, I'm already like, fuck this podcast, fuck the world. <laughs> that looks like it'll be good and fun. Shit looks hilarious. What a buddy cop team. Yeah, that that trailer's fake. For Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah. I saw one a while back that where they put together a bunch of weird footage. You could tell it was like piece from some of the movies and then like some promotional footage. I don't want that to happen. That's ever. not going to happen. Well, um, how long have we been going? An hour and 13 minutes. Wow. We cut that movie review short. Yeah. We got to the well, point, I mean, really, you need to just watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, we that's can't real. explain this movie. Like, you just got to see it. Like, I mean, it's we can't do it justice on the mic. I liked it more than Travis. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Right, right. I gave it a full star. Full stars. We almost have full stars across the board. Almost. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> I don't know if we all watched Keep the same it. movie. <laughs> My movie didn't feel long enough. Nah, I'm just kidding. Wished it was shot documentary style. <laughs> oh my god. That's a movie that I would like yeah. to watch. But a comedy. <laughs> like voices. Yeah. Oh my oh, that, god. That'd have been that'd been good. Yeah. I ha- I bought that movie on Blu ray. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I had to import it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard to find the copy that I wanted was anyway. Did you get it online? Yeah, I got it oh, off wow. eBay. Wow, you fucking yeah. You went online and ordered it. Like, yeah. What'd you pay for it? Uh, like thirteen bucks. That ain't it's bad. in a it's in a steel book. Oh, that's cool. It got a steel book treatment. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't even know if it works in my DVD player or my Blu-ray player. Oh, is it overseas? <laughs> I think it is, yeah. It's oh, a wow. Canadian import. It's a pal, like it may be. You have to because get your damn Blu ray player now off eBay. <laughs> you know? I'll just you know there's codes. I'll just crack mine. Yeah. Watch <laughs> a YouTube video and hack it. Yeah. Well, I mean as long as it's fit to play in the same region, you should be good. Let's talk about regions. Why the fuck do they exist? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, man. I try to buy video games cheap, like old video games, so I can play them. And for Japanese releases, they're region they're, locked. Well, yeah, but they're super cheap to get these games. If it's not a game that you have to read, you know, it's perfect. Get it for 10 or 20 bucks and you go on about your day. But then you have to get a system to play it on or hack your system. Who's got time for that? YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah. can buy one. Um, it's already yeah, hacked. I'm, yeah, but they're super expensive too. Yeah. It's just the world we live in, man. Yeah, it if you is. You want to know why there's regions, you have to ask Trump. Because <laughs> I don't know, you know. <laughs> He's going to break down the region barrier. Yeah. Regions are huge. Yeah. <laughs> the Clintons <laughs> created like the right regions. right down here in my nether region. It's huge. <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so we did have something special planned for next week, but it doesn't look like that. I don't know gonna if it's going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> He's being a fucking cocksucker. Yeah. So um, to put it nicely. So um, we may have to do something a little different this week. Yeah, what do you guys um, want to do? Hmm. Let's just agree on something. Well, um, we could put a couple of movies in the generator and oh yeah, pull one out. Our, we forgot about that bitch. Yeah, let me go to that. Yeah, um, last time we used that was like episode one. Yeah, right. Um, Travis, breakdown random dot org. <laughs> so random.org has uh, a pretty useful algorithm to generate the most random 
the, the, the truest form of random generation that you can think of. And we use it by throwing in our, uh, our each, each person's pick and it'll randomize it to where we have the fairest chance of a random roll. So things stay fresh for us and we can keep uh, moving right along. But uh, yeah, random.org. And it's not just, you know, you can, you can use anything. You can use it for... Um, I think it's what they used to to pick the new movie. I think they were like, what should we make? Random.org. And they're like, Indiana Jones 4. Yay. I think that's what they use. You really can use it for anything. Yeah, right. It's got a wide variety of uh, applications. applications. Yeah. So, Gene, show me a code. (laughs) Um, All right, well, we'll all three throw in a pick, and then we'll do that, and then we'll just continue on about our merry way next time. All right, you guys um, pull. All right, what you my pick? Here? My pick's going to be uh, the 2016 film called The Void. Oh, right. uh, Griffin right. had the uh, he had a he I had a it, chance to yeah he had a chance to show the trailer and. This movie just looks amazing. If you uh, if you haven't seen or heard about this film, you should definitely go. Uh, have you heard about it? it? I, got, I have not. I, I got about five minutes into this movie, stopped, and was like, "This is my pick for the for the next." Uh, so you didn't even next, finish uh, it? No, because I want to wait and get a fresh watch and go right into the podcast with it. You know, I'm giving this movie no stars already. <laughs> <laughs> We can watch the trailer real quick and uh, see what you think about it. If the internet gods will allow it, I'm pulling <laughs> it up. I'm mistaken, though. It's not 2016. It's clearly it's come out this year. So Ooh. April the 7th, 2017. But this, this movie looks amazing. Yeah, I'm interested. You guys ready? Uh, I'm getting there. Can. Do you fuck with the war? I do. <laughs> it's just a personal thing. It's not you. All right, I'm ready to go when you <laughs> are. Screen media films, huh? All right. <laughs> I mean, you're in, right? Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to watch whatever he picks, just like Neon Demon. I had to watch <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> not only did i have to watch it i had to listen to the podcast we did about it how was that i mean you know <laughs> I mean, you never know. get that two hours back but it's just a personal thing it's that yeah. you <laughs> i'm gonna cut that out uh, all right i'm just kidding got, Adam? i'm gonna pick a rival all right and i, want and I will there. i will pick uh, Logan. I'll do that. Great. If you picked a rival, I was going to pick Logan. Or <laughs> Either way, yeah, I right. win. You know, I just want to see those. Yeah. All right. So I'm fixing to do it in three, two, one. Bam. <laughs> Guess who won? Who won? Travis. God damn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never going to get to see a rival. <laughs> the IP, if you want to check it, is 207. I do want to check it. Read that back. <laughs> 207.171.235.214. 
Yeah, Travis got it. Yeah. It was the void, then Logan, then arrival. So we're going. No, we go last one to, you know, we go three to one. So, oh, okay. All right. Arrival one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, watching the void next week. Yes. This week, something like that. Some of us are going to watch it a few hours before we record because that's what I always do. <laughs> I wish I could do it like for real. So, yeah, I'm in. And then what we'll do is we'll just pick up normal. Like, since Trav won, I guess he gets two picks this week, you know? Does he? <laughs> God damn. You know? I guess um, I better get to get to looking for the Neon Demon Part Two. Yeah, the sequel. Oh, I will see the prequel. I want to know what happened in Georgia. Shit, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what happened to uh, Keanu the family. Reeves. Oh yeah, that's his story. <laughs> yeah, that's before he fucking woke up in the Matrix. You know. Yeah. And after, um, see, that that should have been what happened after John Wick, the first one. He goes to run some kind of hotel, you know? Yeah. He likes hard candy. Not the kind you find at your grandma's house. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's a movie we need to watch. Hard candy? That's a good movie. Man, there's so many movies. I know. We're, We're never, never going to run out of shit to watch. <laughs> like, I know. We ain't even got into the fucking slasher films or the Godzilla films. That's, that's I mean, why one on. of you is like, Nosferatu. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> come on, guys. You got nothing better than that? Nah, if we pick Nosferatu, we've got to do that uh, John Malkovich movie. Yeah. Where, where they're filming Nosferatu. That's a, was it worth it? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about being John Malkovich. <laughs> no. <laughs> Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. <laughs> Weird movie. Yeah, right. I got Shyamalan at the end of that one. Like, yeah. Oh, we got one more thing before we go. Oh, um. So the Dark Tower TV oh. series. Yeah, I, I completely glossed over it. I was just a glass in here. Um, oh yeah. Says uh, we're eagerly anticipating the arrival of a trailer for Stephen King's debt. Uh, well. Nicola Nicolage Arcel is the director, I guess. Um, Sounds like a his, foreigner. Yeah, his, <laughs> <laughs> his adaptation of The Dark Tower headed to theaters this August. Uh, it's less than four months away. We somehow still haven't seen anything more than some stills and a poster. But maybe this little tidbit will tide you over. You've probably heard that the plan is for this year's The Dark Tower to spawn not only a whole franchise of films set within King's expansive universe, but also a spinoff TV series of some kind. Mm. Now, now to a lot of people, there's probably, or at least fans of that stuff, it's old news because they've been, they've been trying to do... I remember back when they were trying to have Ron Howard be the the head leader of the project and the idea for the adaptation of these, these books was that it was going to be a three film trilogy and like, I think a two season run of a television show that ties in. And I just think this is cool that they're still, uh, they, they still, uh, seem to want to go that route. So hopefully it'll, cause I mean, there's, there's good storytelling and the backstory as well as the, the present, setting of the dark tower um the backstory i could definitely see being a fitting with, with the success of like western type shows like westworld despite its science fiction overtone 
Um, I think uh, having a show set back when uh, Roland was with his original group of people, his original quartet, which is what they call their uh, their little groups in, in that universe. Um, I don't know. I feel like it could be good. It, uh, it definitely has. It's got it's got me like I'm, I'm trying not to set my my expectations too high for this because this is this is definitely something I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Long ass time. I've been <laughs> talking about this for I'll, years. Yeah, man. I've uh, I like probably a lot of readers probably read the Dark Tower Dark Tower when they were in like high school and stuff. So these were. Uh, it's I don't know it's 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 one of my favorite book series of all time, so I'm trying not to get too hyped for it, but yeah. I mean needless needless to say the excitement's there, you know. Yeah, well, Ron Howard he's producing it and he <clears throat> told TV guy and that Nikolaj guy he's the director. Uh yeah, Nikolaj Arcel, Arkeel, whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, Ron Howard told TV Guide that uh, Dark Tower is coming out this summer. It's a terrific movie, and we are working on the television component. That's not a commitment on television side, but creatively, it could work very well hand in hand with what we'd like. The- so, <clears throat> yeah, because see, I believe the original idea was for the trilogy to actually just tell the story. Of Roland and the the content he forms in the here and now, I guess if you want to call it that, and their whole quest to the tower, and then the television show goes and tells you the backstory of how Roland got on this quest, what happened to his original uh, content, and all that, which leads up to a very amazing showdown, and it's sad, but at the same time, it also demonstrates. Uh, his uh Roland's you know military strategy right like he's really he's he's really good at like getting he's really good at setting setting up like ambushes like things you would you would uh, you would think in the wild west you know right do you think like, lure that, him to, go ahead oh, I was just saying like you know things like lure him to the cliff or you know let him you know let him go down this one region where they get ambushed by some Indians you know some stuff like that but all throughout the books on a more crazier scale, obviously, with it being Stephen King, you know, Roland is always getting them out of one situation after the other. And one, he draws a doorway on the uh, on the ground. It turns into a fucking door and they get out or, you know, he has to save Jake, you know, at some point in the book by doing that. He's, you know, the boy is in another universe. He's in this one. He draws a doorway to pull him through that one to it. Like... The show, uh, not the show, but the story itself um, is definitely a mind bender whenever um, the main characters start jumping to different times because there's time travel involved in the Dark Tower. There's dimension hopping in the Dark Tower. I mean, it's, it pretty much encompasses all of... I mean, the, the, the book series itself are not a specific genre. Um, there's, there's bits of horror... Uh, science fiction, western, pure romance, like all that kind of stuff. It's all there, really. Right. <clears throat> Do you think that Stephen King is sitting somewhere right now going, Opie's going to make the fucking Dark Tower movie? <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's sitting there th- 
saying to himself, like, if these dudes pull this shit off. This movie's going to make so much fucking money. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Time travel, fucking Matthew McConaughey. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, all right, me, all right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the movie, the movie, the the story itself packs such a a heavy, like, it's such a heavy hitter, and the books themselves are so dense with what King puts in from his other works and how it all ties together. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just really good reading. Now, in the book, was Roland a black guy? Well, no. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, the the movie already has its inconsistencies with the books right out the gate. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a movie. The movie. Well, the fact that the movie itself is not supposed to necessarily be a direct adaptation, but a continuation, mm-hmm. um, that's what's got me a little excited because it's it's I, i'm kind of relieved that they're not trying to tackle everything in the books uh, um simply because that is a lot of material a well, lot of settings it's probably got a lot to do with the the tv show so they can i mean it's it, spread it, it, it the, out you know, kind of put a little the, bit of the, the you know lesser stuff in there like the locations in those books change so often and so frequently you know one minute they'll be in New York and not in the 1970s, and then they'll jump to the 90s. And then- well, that was one of the problems was they couldn't agree on a budget, right? They had budget yeah. problems. Yeah. Like, well, to really to really give it the scope that I think that story deserves, or as far as filmmaking is concerned, um, I think it would need a pretty big budget. Because where the actual Dark Tower sits is inside this massive field of roses. And I've always had this cinematic, like, image of, like, a camera sweeping through it, you know? Right. Like the Wizard of Oz. Well, like, you know, a fucking score that is John Williams, you know, worthy. I think they're going to go with the uh, Christopher Nolan womp. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I really don't want to see any dumb shit. Like, bring I don't want to see. I don't want to see another trailer where the city's folding in on itself. I don't. Oh. I'm, we got a lot. Yeah. We got enough of that in Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, right. Let's hold off on the city folding for a while. Like, <laughs> um. I just, uh. Well, speaking of a lot of money to make a movie. Did we mention the fact that the Avengers movie is going to get like 500,000? 500,000, 500 million. That's the budget? Yeah, the new the one the right? Infinity Wars. Haven't you guys heard yeah. about that? Yeah. I, like it's yeah, the I most money spent on a movie ever. Yeah, I think we talked about that in okay. the previous podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. <clears throat> I, I haven't listened to that one yet. <laughs> That's just that's just an absurd amount of money to throw into a film. Well, yeah, but, but it's, it's gonna you could you could you could you could jumpstart a small like country with that money. Well, half of that is to pay uh, Tony Stark. You know? <laughs> Two hundred fifty mil. <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey. He's like getting paid. R D J. We are the new PB and J. Yeah, R D and J. And the yeah. crowd goes R D J. And the crowd goes. 
Um, it's. I think it's going to become the highest grossing movie of all time. The Avengers movie. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be big. Worried, but aren't you worried at all about there not being any sort of uh, any sort of catharsis to that movie? With its climax, simply because, like, don't you feel like after that movie, once, once the Thanos storyline is finally wrapped up after what ten, eleven years, do you think anyone's really gonna come back for more after that? Like, do you think that's the stopping point for a lot of people? It's gonna be once, once that's wrapped up, once the Infinity Gauntlet story is dealt with, you know, that's the that's the stopping point for RDJ. Uh, well, I think that I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, God. <laughs> I might want to check that limb, see if it's sturdy first. Cause, it's not. My uh, point is. <laughs> anyway, I, I honestly think that it's going to cause, it's going to leave such a good taste in people's mouth that they're going to be ride or die. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be with it till the end um, up to a certain point. Because we talked about this before. Once you hit, once you hit Infinity Wars, and that's going to be the baseline for all future like um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, well, all films from that are going to reference that event, like that. Well, yeah, but how are they going to top it? That's the thing. Yeah, and. Uh, and if, so if, by this logic, $500 million, it's going to cost to make this movie. It's going to make it back easily. Oh, yeah. But, I hope it knocks Avatar out of the lead. Yes. It's time. But is, does that mean that the next film's going to be a billion budget? Are I mean, they gonna if this to, movie makes more, they could spend more. Like, But they got to have a reason. I feel I mean, like, they, well, I feel like after this film, that's going to be the last time we see so many Marvel characters in one film at one time. One and done. I feel like that. Yeah, I think this is it, at least for a while. Yeah, they're like, I'll drop think- five hundred million one time, okay? Because, like- because you know, like, well, the way Griffin has spoke about it, and I think I, I can't help but agree, the hero films will eventually go the way of the western, to where there's just such a backlog of hero films that eventually the box office is not going to worry with it. Hollywood's not going to start pumping them out anymore. Or if any, if anything, they're not going to be pumped out at the the same quality as they used to. Yeah. Well, we're still going to get, I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows, man? I mean, it's Walt Disney and with the scope of the material that they're making into films, I mean, these 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 hero movies can go on for a very long time, and they probably will. Well, what they're gonna have to do is start. Um, they're gonna have to start capitalizing on their smaller, lesser-known properties, bringing them in and making them interesting, and then finding unique ways to cross over these properties without spending as much money as they are, because. The Defenders' budget is nowhere near five hundred million. You know what I mean, and it's going to be a thirteen-episode series, so it's going to be interesting to see that crossover with those characters happen. Now, if they do, you know, a couple of standalone films to introduce lesser-known characters and cross them over <clears throat> at a smaller budget, then that's going to be interesting, especially characters that normally don't team up in the comic book. 
that's that's where they're going to have to set themselves apart, in my opinion. I think because they're going to have to come up with kind of unique teams. Um, well, it and, seems like maybe they'll maybe they'll yo-yo back and forth. Like, cause I'm, I'm just trying to think of this cinematically. Um, you know, with them dealing with Thanos, it's like for a while they can probably ride off of the wave of, you know, when when certain villains get to a point, you know, the heroes will say something like, you know, you you don't remember the last time we all banded to stop something, you know, like yeah. it's like, oh, okay, well that's you know, like that's that's the that's the new deterrent for all the villains that's going to try to get on a cosmic scale of existential threats, you know. Yeah. Oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's in a good place. Either, yeah. Either way, Marvel doesn't seem to be showing any t- any sign of slowing down. Oh, no. I'm going to say they're going to get another 10 years out of it at least. No one Disney. They're going to push it. Well, as long as the masses will continue to show up to watch these movies, they'll keep getting made. Yeah. As long as they retire their characters in a in a correct way, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because if if they retire Iron Man, and they decide that they want to do more Iron Man centered stories, how are they going to do that? Are they going to usher Robert Downey Jr. out and bring in a new face? Come on, how are, how are people going to react to that? I don't like it. Well, well, I feel like it'll need to be not so much as a recasting of characters. But do like in the comic books and just pass the torch. Ah, uh, he brings on somebody, trains them up. Yeah, I'm getting old. My knees are bad. You're the new Iron Man. <laughs> but but how are people going to react to that as oh, well? You know what I mean? I like, like RDJ. Well, you you've got he's he's Iron he's Man. This, well, yeah, I mean he's the central figure that kind of started, started this all. Whole, like, yeah, so if they're going to bring in a new character or they're going to create a new character or bring in a, a familiar fra- face from the Marvel comics to, to fill this void, how are, how are the general public that don't read going to react to it? And if, it, if they react to it negatively, how is that going to affect future projects? You know what I mean? Like, that's my well, thing. I feel, well, I feel, like, I feel like the first venture into that probably going to be what I think a lot of fans think is going to happen in the films as well. And it's going to be either Iron Man's going to pass the torch or Captain America is. I think they both. I'm saying it right now. Real estate. <laughs> I think one think, of them. Are, are we going to do a, a real estate kill confirm? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I think that one of the two, either Iron Man or Captain America, probably Iron Man, is going to selflessly sacrifice himself to save the other, and it's going to cause the, the well, other. In a way, in a way, what you just said just like kind of struck a, like a light bulb with me. I feel like it's going to make Iron Man's story come full circle. Yes. Because ever since he saw what was on the other end of the wormhole in Avengers 1, that's, that's been a constant theme with Iron Man now. Yeah, he's on like Xanax and, <laughs> and he can't handle it. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like him eventually getting on that cosmic level and him being you know, S- Steve Rogers, yeah, he's human, so is Black Widow and, and Hawkeye. <clears throat> but 
Tony Stark <clears throat> is the only like powerless human. Yeah. He's not even really a superhero. Anyone can do his job. Yeah, if you get Tony Stark out of his armor, you can probably kick his ass. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think that he's going to be the one to go. Kill confirmed. Um, He's going to be the one. He's the one that's been there longer. He's older. Like He costs way way more. It'll be a way to put a bow on top of the Iron Man to of Infinity Ward era of the Marvel Universe. And I mean, say, to, uh, do what, man? I'm going to have to disagree. Oh. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be Cap. Well, no. I, feel, I feel like that's always open to happen simply because the movies have been more faithful to his side of how things happen in the in the story you know well, well wait a minute what if we have this situation where it's tony stark's fault that captain died so he's leaving yeah that's what that's yeah and then you bring on the new guy yeah i mean well they've already set up at least two replacements for captain america we don't have any replacements for iron man he's always going to be around well, there, well, I mean, I know it's not much to go on, but they could bring in Iron Kid simply because of the way they did Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah you're right about that. that. I mean, now, now, now would you want to go with that route? No. Probably not. As podcast but I, commissioner, I will not allow that. <laughs> you know? But as, I mean, it, it is, it's open on that end. Because didn't that child show to have some sort of aptitude? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like building gadgets in the garage. Like, Yeah. He had all he these did. tools. You know, Tony Stark was using his tools. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I get it. That whole aspect of that film was more or less to ground Tony Stark again, you know. But I don't know. I feel like there could be some allusions there to Iron Kid. So that kid's going to be like in the garage working on a bicycle cuts to the doorway tony stark standing there all propped up you know being tony stark hey kid he's like look here kid you know <laughs> you want to be fucking iron man i gave the spider you, suit. Want, you want one too you, like, well think you want to go you want to go really build something well think about it like that kid was probably what 12 now he's probably realistically 16 17 in movie years so, I mean, he wouldn't be Iron Kid. He could just take up the mantle, and he could have... It could be like Batman Beyond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be oh, the, like, the kid... I'm picking up what you're sitting down. Yeah, the kid will be the figure, and Tony Stark will be basically taking the place of Jarvis mm-hmm. in, in in some form. Like, Which every now be, and then we'll hear his voice. We'll get a conference call. Like, Yeah, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. RD and J still my suit, you know. <laughs> yeah, you fucking fuck. Um, I told you to grab the Mark Twelve suit, not the Mark yeah. Four. Tony Stark shows up and he's like, "Okay, look, fuck shit <laughs> is finished today." Okay. <laughs> he's gonna build a fucking Iron Man wall. Yeah. Hey, I always around. thought about that. Like, why doesn't he just build a bunch of suits and put a bunch of people in them, like two hundred, and they could fuck anything up. <laughs> You know, he right. had all those empty suits. Yeah. You want to put somebody well, I mean, in there. Yeah, you know, well, you want to put well, I mean, a brain in it. Well, like, 
Well, he had the Iron uh, the Iron Legion, and weren't they all controlled by Jarvis? Yeah, that kind of backfired on him. Like, yeah, put a brain in there. Yeah, like because Ultron got involved and it fucked yeah. everything. This suit is tight, you know. <laughs> put a brain in there. Yeah, brain coming in on some other shit. Yeah, in a Tony Stark uh, suit. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Man and uh, out like that would be fucking incredible. Who makes the money, brain? Um, Who wears the suit, brain? <laughs> well, that, they could make a weird fucking have Tony Stark go mad, and he's taking like Frankenstein people together into mm-hmm. his fucking Iron Man suit, like dead body parts. Yeah, it's like what the hell? Of fallen soldiers. Yeah, he's like fucking. It'll be like source code, but in an Iron Man suit. Nah, man, it'll be like Universal like Iron, Soldier. Like- like Iron Dead Fred. It'll be like Universal Iron Man. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Now we're bringing back Jean Claude. Like the, the oh, re- yeah. Just have just have it subtitled "The Return" for some enigmatic reason. Yeah, Bill Goldberg's can, gonna show up. Can he kick that high in an Iron Man suit? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He might pull a fucking testicle if he tries that. <laughs> no, man. Uh, no, if John Claude Van Damme was Iron Man and they shot a missile at him, he'd just straddle over it. Yeah, he'd ride it. All right. I think that about covers it this week, fellas. Um, ladies and germs. Ladies and germs. We watched Split. Uh, two and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bye-bye rent. <laughs> it was a bye-bye torrent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might. We, what do you guys? Y'all want to go back and 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 rate some of the old movies with the star rating, or y'all want to start fresh? I'm 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 down with whatever, man. Yeah, that's whatever. Um, I mean, you know, if it's a slow news week, we can, you know. You got the list. We, yeah, I mean, I got the posters. Oh, okay. We might can hit that up next week. You know, we can go back and look at them and see what we got. Uh, Neon Demon, zero star. <laughs> yeah, zero. <laughs> I'm giving it a zero star. <laughs> That's a little fucking tidbit into next week. Um, so, yeah, next week we're watching The Void, Trav's pick. Uh, since he won the coin toss, I guess he gets two picks. We'll circle. We'll come back full circle with him. He gets first and last dibs. Well, depending on how good the void is. <laughs> His podcast commissioner. Yeah. I have the power <laughs> to just remove episode 18. Like, <laughs> uh, um, Adam got a lot of commissioners under his belt. He's slap bet commissioner, podcast commissioner, um, general life sleepy, commissioner. Sleepy house constable. Oh, yeah. He's all up on that shit. Um, But, yeah, Void next week. Um, Hit us up on the socials. Let us know what you thought about Split. If you agree with Travis's, it's too long. If you agree with me and Adam, it's just right, except for the chair scene I wanted but didn't get. Yeah, in the bedroom. Um, (laughs) And, I mean, he didn't do do anything with those girls. I mean. Or just what, what... or what are your what are your thoughts even on the whole M Night Shyamalan Unbreakable verse? I guess is what we'll call it. 
I mean, it is easy money. You know, it's like now, if you think about it, I guarantee you that the Weinstein Company or whoever's going to Tarantino, it's like, hey, you remember that idea for that movie that you had that had fucking the Vega Brothers in it? Can we make that happen? It's like, fuck no, they're like 80. You know, <laughs> like they both died, right? So how the fuck are we supposed to make that happen? Anyway, I'd still watch it. I'll watch anything Tarantino does. But uh, yeah, hit us up on the socials uh, at Real Estate Pod. You can email us uh, Real Estate Podcast at Gmail. Like us on Facebook. Um, send us some pictures and shit. Yeah. Music, whatever. Something. T shirts. Like I'll, our status. <laughs> like my status. This is Real Estate Podcast. Like my status. <laughs> Not my dad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody, just keep on watching. <laughs>